Welcome to I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom from Dollar Shave Club, where we explain something very complicated in mere minutes to occupy your brain while you shave. In this edition, we'll be discussing the dumbest taxes of all time, as explained by someone who sounds smart because he's British. Tax Day is our annual reminder to complain about all the things you wish your tax money wasn't being spent on. And while we can't always all agree on what those things are, we can agree that some taxes are dumber than others. Even today, there are a bewildering number of strange tax laws at the state level, demanding money for all sorts of unlikely things. California, for example, charges a tax on any fresh fruit sold from a vending machine, while New York taxes sliced bagels, not whole ones, and Illinois apparently adds an extra tax to any candy that doesn't contain flour. Still, these are all pretty tame compared to some of history's weirder tax laws. How weird are we talking here? Well, in ancient Rome, sometime between 69 and 79 AD, the Emperor Vespasian instituted a tax on urine. How did that work? Did you have to mark down on your tax return every time you peed? No, this was actually to do with the sale of urine. People were buying pee? Yes. Ancient Rome had something of a surplus of the stuff, thanks to the number of toilets that dumped directly into infrequently emptied tanks rather than a sewer system. Since it had useful properties in the textile industry, urine can be used to tan leather, for example, or keep clothing like togas and nice bright white, it was actually a pretty profitable venture. Man, some people really will tax anything. You're not kidding. In England in the 17th and 18th centuries, all manner of taxes were introduced that basically amounted to, if you have a home, we're taking your money. First came the fireplace tax in 1660, demanding that anyone with a fireplace pay taxes on it. Despite the fireplace being the only source of warmth at the time, and in a country not exactly known for its sunny climate, many chose to brick up their fireplaces rather than pay through the nose for them. The tax was repealed a little less than 30 years later. Shortly after that, however, in 1696, came the window tax, in which, you guessed it, you were taxed for each window you had in your home. Once again, the solution was bricks, and after a general decline in the health of the population as people lived in stuffy darkness with bricked-up windows, this bill, too, was repealed in 1851. It's lucky they didn't start taxing bricks. Well, it's funny you should say that, because that's exactly what they did in 1784. Builders initially got around this problem by using larger bricks, so pretty soon, big bricks were taxed more heavily than small bricks. The whole thing was a farce and repealed in 1850. This time period also saw taxes on candles, hats, and even printed wallpaper. It was, in short, a sucky time to live in England. So, is that as dumb as it gets? Not quite. Russia had a particularly dumb tax in 1698, although it's one that Dollar Shave Club could probably get behind. A beard tax. Embarrassed by how behind the times his country looked compared to the rest of clean-shaven Europe, Peter the Great banned the beard, forcing anyone who wanted to rock the 17th century lumbersexual look to pay for the privilege. Thank God they hadn't discovered manscaping yet. Tune in next time for more I Learned a Thing in the Bathroom. And in the meantime, head to dollarshaveclub.com for more podcasts and a big old pile of grooming products.